Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about fellowshipping with God. Uh, We talked about keep producing. And then last week, we even talked about there was a sound in the breaking and how um, there's a certain sound that should be coming forth from you when there, when you know certain things have been broken off of you. Remember we talked about that? Well, let's go into prayer and then we're going to talk about some things today. Heavenly Father, once again, I thank you for this great, great opportunity to minister to your precious people. Thank you for all the testimonies. Thank you for the words that is coming forth today through me from you. I give you all the praise, glory, and honor for it. I thank you for the words of life. I thank you for the testimonies. I thank you that they'll be motivated, encouraged, and inspired. And given the word today that will push them further towards their purpose. I thank you for all things that you're doing on the Speak Life Now radio show, I thank you over and over in your precious name, Jesus. So today we're going to talk about, the title of this one is going to be, Stop Pouting and Start Shouting. Did you hear what I said? Stop pouting and start shouting. That's what we're going to talk about today. Last week I said there was a sound in a breaking, in that breaking, when things start breaking off of you, there should be a sound, right? There shouldn't be, um, the sound that should come forth from you should be a hallelujah. It should be giving God the glory for what you know just happened. What, what did I say in the beginning there? We're going to stop pouting and start shouting, right? So you're going to stop doing all this com- complaining and murmuring. You know, just think about it. When you start complaining, uh, now, I'm talking to people of God here. I'm talking to believers. When you start complaining, don't after a while you get to yourself and say, Wait a minute. What am I doing? What am I complaining about? What do I have to complain about when you know what God has done for you? Listen, let me say it again. Stop pouting and start shouting. Start po- Stop pouting and start shouting. I'm going to give you a few verses about murmuring and complaining. Now, we, we, we've been knowing about we got to speak life, but every once in a while, you might catch yourself complaining. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about myself too here. I'm like, what am I complaining about? God, is this too good to me? What do I have to complain about? I have to tell myself and shake myself. Girl, you better stop pouting and start shouting. Okay, so we're going to talk about a few scriptures here. And then we're going to go on. This might be a two-part series because there's a whole lot to go over. But here in Philippians, let me see which scripture I want to talk about first. Let's talk about James 5, verse 9. Do not complain, brethren, against one another, so that yourselves may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing right at the door. Now, why are you over there complaining about somebody else? Somebody else is looking at you. Stop pouting and start shouting. Okay? Let me, let me find another one here. Let me find another one before we get into what I want to say. Just stick with me here today because it's going to be some things that you're really going to realize what pouting and complaining and murmuring, how it can prevent you from some things, right? So let's see. Let's do this one. Philippians 2, verse 13 through 15, it says, 
check this out. For God is working in you, giving the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Do everything without complaining. So let me go back. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Remember that. So some of the things you're going through is, is producing it's producing a power so you can be able to please him. So it says right here, do everything without complaining and arguing so that so that no one can criticize you. So just go ahead and do it. And maybe you don't like your job, right? But do the best job you can because you got to know God gave you the job, right? We, we, let's go ahead and go in agreement with this. You pray for a new position. You got it. And... You know, he gave you the job. So some things may start to be frustrating. But remember here it says Philippians 2, 13 and 15. I'm going to read it again. For God is working in you, giving you desire, the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So if while you're in this job, you might have some opposition and frustration. But yet you're still doing the best job you can. Because we know God is actually your CEO, right? So whatever you're doing on the job, you're doing it to please him. Which is going to please your supervisors and all. Because you're doing it to please him. So you know it's going to please them, right? So this is going to please God. Then it goes on to say, do everything with complaining now why are you doing your job don't complain about it just go ahead and do it I mean we all have been in the place where we have been frustrated and it was like oh this job oh this I need to be getting paid more whatever but whatever we do what does the scripture just say I mean don't don't take my word for it get your Bibles out yourself Philippians 2 13 through 15 it says do everything without complaining and arguing that no one can criticize you so it's telling you right here that if you don't complain, they're not going to criticize you, right? And then it goes on to say, live clean, innocent lives as children of God. So everything that we're doing is showing forth who our daddy is, right? Shining like bright, hallelujah, lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. So you should be that light in the midst of the darkness. You should be that one of the, um, that's operating excellence in the, in the area where other people may not be. You got to be that one that's shining out so nobody can criticize you. They'll be like, yeah, I know, I know one thing about her or I know one thing about him. They do an excellent job and they do it without complaining. Now, that's a great testimony, is it not? Hmm. Isn't that a great testimony? It sure is. So what did I say earlier? Stop pouting and start shouting. Okay. So now I'm trying to take my time because it's so much, but we're probably going to have to do a part two. So we know in the Old Testament, everybody know about this, that, that, and when they were, um, when God's chosen people was got was had been freed right from Pharaoh, and they were out in the desert. What did they do, you guys? They were free, right? They had been released. Remember, we talked about time for release um, back um, huh, a while back. We talked about time for release, and they had been released, right? And they were released actually for the glorified God. Now, we got to remember that now. They were released to give God the glory. They were released so God could use them. But what did they do? They went in the desert and murmured and complained. You have to go back and listen to time for release. 
I believe it was in part one when we talked about how they had been released for for God's glory. So it's remember now Philippians it said do everything without complaining and arguing. Everything we do because we got to know that we got whatever we we are doing is going to ultimately for the please God, right? That we're that light in a dark place, right? We're we're the ones that people are really watching, even though they act like they're not watching, right? So let me say it again: stop pouting and start shouting. You wonder where? What does she keep saying about this shouting? Well, we're gonna get to the shouting in a minute. But I had to lay this foundation to let you see how that murmuring and complaining is not of God. Can we agree on that? Murmuring and complaining is not of God because it's not giving God any glory. So that's not of God. So we we above God, right? It's, I'm gonna even talk about this real quick. I'm just hearing this right now in Genesis, right? When when Adam, when God brought the animals to Adam, he didn't complain. He asked Adam, "What are you gonna call it?" And what he called it, that's what it is to this day. So. What we're saying out of our mouth, we got to make sure now that it's giving God the glory. Because if it's giving God the glory, it's going gonna, it's gonna to remain, is what he just said. If it's giving him the glory, it will remain. But if you're murmuring and complaining, that's a terrible testimony for a child of God. The Lord done blessed you with a major job. Six figures, four weeks vacation. I mean, all the all the holidays off. You got major benefits. And you complaining. And you know God opened the door for this major job. <coughs> Excuse me. You know God opened the door for you and you're complaining. When other people is, is praying for what you got right now. You your life is an answer prayer for someone else. Remember that. Stop pouting and start shouting. So let's go on back here to the people of God. They're out there in the desert. Moses trying to do what he can do, going up, talk to God. I'm paraphrasing, just telling you the story. Y'all know the story already. And they out there murmuring and complaining, talking about they had it better when they were slaves. They said at least we had um, the onions and something else. Something else they were talking about they had, but they were slaves. They weren't free. So then they murmuring and complaining, murmuring and complaining. And God give them what they asked for, like they wanted the food, the manna. They was they had manna from heaven, but then they wanted more. Then they then they didn't have the discipline to handle it, and they were eating it and eating it and throwing it up because they had um, ate so much they didn't have the discipline. Right? Remember now, stop pouting and start shouting. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. Stop backbiting. Stop doing all the things that you know that's not of God. Think about now, if you complain all day, don't, I mean, I hate to say it, but don't that even after a while be draining you? Like, what have I been saying all day? That's some of the key of telling you that you might have been talking so, um, you might have been talking so much and murmuring and complaining that you don't drain your own spirit and wonder why you're so tired, um, exhausted and frustrated because you're not even speaking life to yourself. And the words that's coming out of your mouth is not life-giving words. So what are they going to do to you? Stop pouting and start shouting. So back to them in the desert. 
So because they're murmuring and complaining, it got to a point where now they were the chosen people that were supposed to go in the promised land. But because of their murmuring and complaining and um, out there building the golden calf and just doing all these things because they even though they had been free from um, the Pharaoh in Egypt, their mind wasn't free yet. So they're going to build a golden calf because that was that was one of the idols from where they came from. You see what I'm saying? And then they wanted to um then they wanted to go back and talk about how great they have it, but they didn't have it great. But their mind had not been renewed. So all of those in the um in the desert that was murmuring and complaining, that first generation, they didn't even make it into the promised land. They didn't even make it where they were promised to go. Because of what, because of that, because of what that, what they were saying out their mouth, their mouths, the things that they were saying, they couldn't even go in. What, what are you saying today? Stop pouting and start shouting. So after all of this, and now I'm gonna move fast forward a little bit here. Um, like I said, they were murmuring and complaining, murmuring and complaining, and it's really what I really want you to know. It's a spirit. That you grumbling and complaining all the time. That's a spirit. And it's not of God. It is not of God. You look back in Exodus and Numbers. And it'll give you the account of how they were acting. And what they were saying. Um, it's against God. It's like a spirit of rebellion. Are you rebellious? No. Stop pouting and start shouting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you now, after you look at the scriptures in um, Exodus and Numbers, and go back and just read the story of how they were murmuring and complaining, murmuring and complaining. I, I really want you to, even in Psalms, it talks about how they were murmuring and complaining. Even in um, Psalms uh, 106, it talked about how they were murmuring and complaining in their tents. You know, like you could be in your house, you could be out in public. And you know how to act churchy in public, right? But you get in your house and you murmuring and complaining. Oh, do you not know God see that? Stop pouting and start shouting. They get home. They were in their tents still talking about, still murmuring and complaining about God. Still murmuring and complaining. So you you taking God, you can be taking God what God is giving you blessing, favor, and all these different things. You get home and you complaining about it, murmuring about it, and all that, right? Stop pouting and start shouting. Even in Psalms 106, um, like I said, it was talking about they murmured in their tents. But we gotta know whatever we do in secret, God gonna see it. God going to see it. He sees it all. He see how you act in public. He see how you act in secret. What you think holds the most weight? Just let y'all think about that one one moment. Think about that one moment. And I'm going to say stop pouting and start shouting. Now I'm going to talk about in Joshua 5. So by this time... All, all the first generational people that came out murmuring and complaining, they didn't go in. So we got in Joshua was then Moses said, um, Moses had died, right? And they said because um, in the scriptures about how he was supposed to 
uh, how he hit the rock, you know, the way he was supposed to speak a certain way, but he got frustrated. The people made him frustrated where well, he didn't even go in. Don't let nobody else keep you from going into the promised land because of what you say out of your mouth. Don't let nobody else um, frustrate you so much that then you don't say something wrong. I mean, I, we all have had tests. I know I've had tests when people have said things to me that got me a little bit upset. Right? And I have to just like calm myself down. I told someone recently, I have to stay in peace for two reasons. One, I don't like how I feel when I get angry. I don't like, it's like, you know how people have have said before, you can feel your blood boiling. I don't like how I feel when I get angry. So I, I, I seek peace. You know what I mean? I let peace be my umpire. So I have to stay in peace. The second reason, if I'm angry and frustrated and out of sorts, and then I'm going in to pray for somebody, how is my prayer going to be heard? Because it's not in a peaceful place, right? Okay, back to the story. Back to the uh, message today. Stop pouting and start shouting. So in Joshua 5, it's very key. I really want y'all to go back and read it because there's so much going on here in Joshua 5. And I'm going to read this right here. Um, Let me see. The part that I really want to. uh, Okay, I'm going to start here at verse number 2 of Joshua 5. It said, at that time, Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. So that Joshua, so Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites, Israelites again. So what reason why I want to bring that out, like I just said, the first generational people, first generational people, they passed on. They didn't make it into the promised land, but they had been circumcised. But the second generation hadn't been circumcised yet. So they had to be circumcised. But what the Lord told me out of this also, he said, circumcised again. Like that's, that's getting rid of anything that's fleshy, right? We know what circumcision is, but in the spiritual realm, what I want to say to you, you might have cut off some things that was fleshy, right? But you might be still doing a little bit of murmuring and complaining. So we got to circumcise again. Stop pouting and start shouting. Because when you get ready to shout, it's going to be some miracles that's about to happen here. Hallelujah. Stop pouting and start shouting. We're going to circumcise again. We're going to cut off the fleshly things that ain't supposed to be there. That stinking thinking or that that, 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 that murmuring, that complaining, the grumbling, all of that stuff that might be coming up out of your mouth. Hallelujah. It's time to stop pouting and start shouting. It's time to circumcise again. Then it goes on in verse number um four here. It said, so this is why, why did he did. So like I just said, all those that had came out of um, um, Egypt from the wilderness before, this is a different group of people, right? So um, I'm going to go down here for t- sake of time. For the sake of time here, I want you to go in and read Joshua 5, all of it, right? And it talked about how they circumcised again. So now, y'all know what y'all got to do. If anything that comes up that seems a little fleshy, we need to cut it. Right? You you hear me here? Anything that comes up and it's flesh. Flesh is not of God. You know it's not of God. You know it's not of God. You got to cut it. Right? So that's that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. 
Hallelujah. And then after they circumcise again, it says here in verse 9 that um, then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the uh, reproach of Egypt from you. Hallelujah. He had rolled away the, uh, the reproach. He, some of the things that were still connected to them from Egypt. After they went in, hallelujah. Who I got to take my time here? After they went in and circumcised again, cut and got off anything that was fleshy, anything that was on them from Egypt was rolled away. Did you see what I'm saying? Then at that moment, things was rolled away. It was cut, that mindset from Egypt. Some of them, yeah, you know, in generations, like, like I said, the first generation had already passed on. These are the children, but they still could have been talking to their parents and hearing some of the things they said. But once they went in and cut again, my God, hallelujah, then the, the reproach was rolled away. God did it himself. Once you get to the point where you say, you know what, I'm going to stop murmuring. I'm going to stop complaining. I'm going to stop pouting and I'm going to start shouting. Once you realize that God has rolled away, I talked about last week that there is a sound in the breaking. So when you know generational curses, things and mindsets and whatever has come through that bloodline, that it has now been broken because of the blood of Jesus is what's covering you now. So the blood of Jesus is what he sees over you now. Then he rolled away the reproach of the slave masters. My God, the master is somehow he said Egypt. He said he rolled away the reproach of a nation, of a, of a, of a place. All of that that was coming on them because of the, the time in slavery that their parents went through, that mindsets that tried to still come through the loins when these children was born. God said he rolled it away when they cut. When they cut again, when they went in and cut again, like I'm telling you today, the word for you today is to stop pounding and start shouting because some of the things you know is fleshy. You're going to cut it again. You're going to cut it again. It's a every, it, it's, this is something that you're going to do for the rest of you. You're going to cut whenever things of flesh show up. Speaks speak and sits up and you're like, wait a minute. This is not God. When you murmuring and complaining, hallelujah, when you grumbling, you know, that is not of God. So what I'm telling you to do is cut again, cut again, stop pouting and start shouting, cut again. God has will roll away what was going on. Even when I told y'all when I was out there at the, at the, um, at the beach on that pier and those waves was rolling and rolling and rolling and then when God said to me he said listen when I heard that sound of that wave when it broke and the things I knew things was breaking off of me but they're breaking off of you too because now you know you're going to stop pouting and start shouting you're going to start giving him praise you're going to start hallelujah you're going to get up and raise your hands and say Lord I thank you Lord I thank you for showing me that this is a fleshly thing that gotta go. Gotta gotta circumcise again. I gotta go in and make sure anything that's flesh that's not of you, God. Hallelujah. That it has to be circumcised again. Stop pouting and start shouting. Stop murmuring. Stop stop complaining. Stop grumbling. Stop doing all these things that you know is not of God. It's flesh. And it's time to circumcise again. 
We're going to talk about after they circumcised again, how the walls, when it was time for them to shout, my God, hallelujah, when the time came for them to shout, because it was specific, it was specific instructions for them to do things to do before the walls, my God, hallelujah, of Jericho came down. But they had to go through the process first. So any boundary, any border, any wall, anything that's trying to block, you, you have to first circumcise. They gonna circumcise again. You got to cut off the flesh. You got to cut off anything that's not like God. You got to cut it off. Even if it's people in this season, if they are getting you out of sorts, you got to cut them off for a season because anything that is fleshy can't go through the next level, the next rib. You can't get through that, that barrier until you cut it because the reproach, God himself had to roll it away. Hallelujah. He had to roll it away after the cutting had been done. After the cutting had been done. Stop pouting. It's time to start shouting. It's time, hallelujah, to start shouting. You got hallelujah, start shouting, hallelujah. You're going to start shouting when the time comes, but you got to cut again, cut again, cut again, hallelujah. Stop pouting, my God, hallelujah, and start shouting. Stop pouting, my God, hallelujah, and start shouting. Because there is that, and the wall's going to come down, but you have to do your part first. You have to look and sit there and look at yourself, look in the mirror, look at yourself and say, wait a minute, how did I react, react here? And anger came up. Okay, I got to I gotta work on that. You got to recognize that thing. You got to recognize it and start cutting. Cut, 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 cut. Anything that's not like God. If it's not giving God the glory, if it's not pleasing God, it's got to be cut. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can stop pouting. Hallelujah. And start shouting. Woo. Hallelujah. Because the walls going to come down. The barriers will come down. Every blocker will come down. But you got to start cutting anything that's fleshy. Anything that don't give God the glory. You got to cut. Hallelujah. It's time to stop pouting. My God, hallelujah, and start shouting. My God, hallelujah, as you go into this week, speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over the neighborhood. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. My God, share the time that you're listening to the Speak Life radio show. If it's on the radio or if it's on a podcast, make sure you share it with others. Just make sure you share it with others. I want to thank you all once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. Your homework this week is to stop pouting and to start shouting. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.